Your favorite two idiots are back. Um, it's Mark and Trev. We're here to, um, I don't know, be like a, a sewing circle just with the two of us, like a bunch of old ladies, some old biddies here. Um, so you went to a show last night. I did. I missed it. Uh, you did. <laughs> I did. Tell me, tell me like how great it was and how unfortunate yeah, I was to have missed it. I'm about to. So before I get into it, I, I know you're going to, you're, you must be sick of me being like, Hey, you want to go to the show? Hey, you want to go to the show? So I'm not going to ask you anymore. Uh, but, um, yeah. So last night I went, I went to faces in Malden, um, which is a, it's been around for a couple of years now. Um, they have great beer, they have great food, they have a great little venue and they have like this cool little vault room thing. Cause it used to be a yeah. bank. Uh, you've been there, right? I've been there. Yeah, Ryan does the shows there, right? Yeah, Ryan, yeah, the, Ryan, Terrible. Ryan the Terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's fucking awesome. Yeah, um, and he's got like a super good air for for bands too. He's good at um, pairing them together too. I, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, he does that pretty well too. Was it sold out last night? Yes. Nice. Yes, it sold out. Like when I got there, like when they opened the doors. I was talking to Ryan. He's like, "Yeah, we got fourteen tickets left." And by the time by the time Mike Kane moseyed on over, they were sold out. So, so this this was like a perfect setting for the coffin salesman, right? Because this is like they were opening for a guy that kind of plays a similar type of thing, right? Or draws like people that would like them. I think so. I think so. So yeah. So the headliner uh, was was um uh, Fran is it Franz Nicole 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 I believe is how you say it. He was uh he was in the Hold Steady. He was in oh another band I can't remember the name of. I know he used to he used to be like a touring guitarist for Against Me. Uh, oh yeah, that he's like a jack of all trades type of musician, right? Yeah. Was he in Gorgo Bodello or um was it World, Goddamn Gallows? World Inferno. Oh, the World Inferno Friendship Society. Yeah, he's yeah that he's yeah. in there too. Okay. So um yeah so like. But like, so the first band that came on, and this I think this was another like cool, another band that would fit well on this on this bill was um, a band called uh, Your Friends in Hell, Your Friends in Hell, and okay. and uh, I've heard a lot about them. I've listened to like some of their like they had like they put out an EP back during like 2020, um, and they kind of do like a theatrics thing. I think uh, I, I think that's what because I was talking to them a little bit, and they said like yeah, like if it's like a bigger show, like they do like. Like when they play the Rockwell, they'll have like like stuff going on too. You know what I mean? So are we talking like drama club theatrics or like Kiss? No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I know like so. I I I, I know they're they're tight with Val Merciless Graves and Val Merciless Graves when when she's got something like at the Rockwell, she's got like burlesque dancers and like puppetry. Oh, okay. And shit. Like, so it's sort of like that like Walter Sickett and his army of yeah, um, yeah, like a rock toys or almost, right? Is that kinda, okay? You know. So it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. With a punk band or something playing, I think so. I don't know because I, like I said, what they had, like I mean, they put on makeup and stuff for their for their act. Like they made themselves look dead. You know what I mean? Like they put like the okay. eye thing, and uh, it, and it was really good. They had an accordion player, they had a xylophone, uh, a bassist, guitarist, and a drummer, um, and they were I, I I really enjoyed them. Um, they were their songs were 
their songs are like kind of fun in like a like a spooky kind of punk rock kind of thing going on. And they're fun okay. they're fun songs with like really deep meanings if you play into it. Like they got a song about Jason Voorhees and it's like it's called Jason Was Right. And and like the whole like and if you if you kind of dig into the song, it's 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 more or less about like politics and the you know what I mean and, and, and all that stuff. So it's it's really good. They had the last song was something I don't know the name of the song. I I'm gonna guess it was called You Should Start a Misfits cover band because that was like how the like that's what the chorus was. And they it was very tongue tongue in cheek and it was very like played into a lot of like what the misfits theatrics kind of stuff. Like they added little things like this, like you should start, you should start this cover band so you can go or Eagles there. Like, you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. it was pretty wild. Like I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it, 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 it impressed me for sure. And I, I made sure. What's that? They're from New York. No, your friends in hell are from Boston. They're from here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I made sure I made it a point to go up to him afterwards and, and tell him how much I enjoyed their set. Cause it just, to me, I just, I, I really did. I thought it was a lot of fun. So then coffin salesman went on and, um, you know, they, they just melted everyone's face off like that. They're there. I, I, and I talk about them all the time, you know, they're, uh, they're definitely next level. And, and my, so I, I had my buddy, my old boss, he came out and he met me cause I had extra tickets and. He's like kind of into music, but kind of not. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like if I brought him to like a punk show, he'd probably be like, "Yeah, this is really loud," you know. But like, he he liked um, he liked, but he he saw like he saw like C Skidmore. Uh, he saw Carrie Ann do like a solo set once, and he really liked that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he's, he's not like. So I was kind of nervous about like him. Him, I was like, "Hey, bring some earplugs just in case," like because he's heard me talk about coffin salesman. So he's like, "I want to see what the, I want to see what it's all about." And like I was afterwards, I was like, "So what did you think?" And he's like, "Dude, that blew my mind." Like he was like, "That was so good." So I, you know, so that, that was cool. Arya hit me up today. And he's like, "Hey, thanks for coming out." I said, "Hey, no, no worries." Uh, um, I, I said my uh. My my buddy is part of the the coffin salesman uh, uh was it procession line now. That's it. <laughs> and he's like awesome. I'm like yeah. I'm like you should start. Oh, man. A, if you start a fan club for coffin salesman, that should be called yeah. The they procession should. Line. Like, <laughs> it's like that of the grave diggers or something like that. Yeah, they could really come up with something good. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, it was awesome, dude. Like, and and every time I see them, like it's they don't like if you see a certain if you see certain bands all the time. And I see this a lot with with a lot of even with cover bands. I see it, which is ridiculous. You see the same exact thing over and over and over again. And I don't think I've ever seen that from Coffin Salesman. I don't think I've ever, like I can't even like you know I can't I can't even tell you like the the song they closed out with last night. I hadn't heard them play since probably the first time I saw them, and they didn't close out with that song. You know what I mean? Like they're good at yep. they're good they mix at things up. yeah. Really? How are things going with like um are they like strangers singing along to their songs or are they that kind of band? No, I mean, dude, th- listen. All right, so this fucking this show is sold out. And I didn't realize it until after Coffin Salesman set like there was a there was a chunk of people who left. Really? So I think they were there for them. <laughs> you know? That's pretty good. Yeah. And they've got it to where yes, people are singing along. I'm singing along. Uh, you know, which is crazy, but like people are singing along, people are moving with the rhythm of the music. Like it's insane. <laughs> it's it really is. Like I saw a show with them that was like thirty people, and everyone was moving in sync. 
This was back in like around Halloween time. Now I saw this again with a lot more people, but there was like so many different people there, like who probably didn't know them. So you just saw pockets of it, right? There was a pocket up front to the right, and they were like just in it. Like they were just in it this whole time. It, it's I actually kind of like watching the crowds when they perform just to see how it how people are, you know. It's really hard for a band to break away from that. I mean, and then you, I guess in like the business, they call it like a friend base to break into a fan base. But the thing is that if a band's good enough, they're always going to do it. So when I saw the Kaufman salesman up here in Salem last time, it was just like the drummer is off the charts. And that's, that's the foundation of any band. Like you can't be a decent band if your drummer sucks. So where they have like the best drummer ever, um, they clearly like the sky's the limit for them. Um, and they're going, if they're as good as I anticipate they are based on what I saw before, it's, they, it's just a matter of time before they break from the friend base thing to the fan base. And the fan base is when really what it means is like strangers are showing up and they know all the words to your songs and you've never fucking seen these people before in your life. Right. Um, but you know, you need those opportunities like to open for somebody that's was in the hold steady um to to do that yeah. but if they go up there and melt people's faces then it's just they're going to accumulate people and i watched i watched franz come out like he was like watching it was pretty cool awesome yeah he was like kind of standing like like behind me to the right and i looked over and i was just i wanted to see like he and he really enjoyed the first band too like so the first band has an accordion player and he plays the accordion too i think he has a record where it's like him and an accordion. he's got so he, <laughs> I, I'm gonna that's awesome. I'm gonna kind of show my fit my ass here a little bit, but like, so I I had a few I had a few beers last night, mm-hmm. and like we ate before, but I only had like wings, and the my my buddy only had wings. So I, like before Franz went on, I'm like we should probably go get some food. He's like yeah, so we went down there and we had this fucking phenomenal pizza that these guys make. Uh, shout out to faces really they got like i said good food good beer but anyway i was like yeah i gotta soak up some of this fucking booze that's in me right you know <laughs> so we're there and then uh um uh growler from from thou merciless graves she was there she came down and was talking with us too and then uh, we missed the whole final set <laughs> we missed this really set. yeah we were just hanging out at the bar like eating food, that happens. eating food so i i went back in and like um, I went back as soon as it, as soon as it was over, I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> we missed it. But, but you know, like we were like, yeah, but we saw coffin salesman. So like, we're good, you know? Yeah. Um, so I walked in and I've listened to some of Franz's music. I really like it. And I heard him talking to somebody over at the, the, you know, the merch table where he was like, yeah, this, this album right here is just me and a banjo. You know, this album's more full. This one has me playing the accordion. So, like, so like he, so I, I saw he was interested in that first band because they had an accordion player, and then Coffin Salesman has a clarinet player. Like, I, I still with with pedals. Like, it, it's <laughs> awesome. It's so so. I knew the weirdness was like he was interested in it. You know. Um. So anyway, after the show, I walked up right up to him at the merch table. I was like, "Hey, man, really good set." Because <laughs> I didn't, I, I missed it. I didn't want to. I felt bad. You know. You know what? Like ninety percent of the people that said that to him that that night probably didn't see this, this set either. Yeah, so. I, I, I t- and I felt bad, so I bought all of his records. He had, he has, he's got three, um, three, uh, you know, full lengths. I, I bought him. I'm like, just give me those. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'll buy any. He, he had those. It was like the last one of one of them. So um, nice. Yeah. So I did that, and then like you know, and then I was talking to everybody else, and 
And I, uh, yeah, no, it was a good night. I think, and I, and I really think, and I, I say this all the time. I really think coffin salesman has something special. Um, and I, I can't wait for their next record to come out. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's all sort of been, um, I mean, the first one was just sort of Aria and maybe some session people, right? Uh, It's changed a lot. The one, yeah, it has. It went from like folk, like doom folk, to like it's just like it's doomy still, but it's like rock and it's like hard rock. Like it's where he, I would wouldn't be surprised if it's borderline metal at this point because it's just it's fucking hard. It's hard. Well, he uh, Aria, and I don't know who else is in the band, but he definitely pulls from a variety of influences. Like he's he knows like the Springsteen shit like the back of his hand. So if he's if he's doing like a any sort of I don't I don't want to say theatrical set, but Springsteen does like a theatrical set in a way. Things are kind. I mean, he just goes through the songs, but they kind of flow in a way that kind of like brings the house down at the end. I can totally imagine Aria getting into that if he's not already doing that. Dude, I I have a dream of of if I ever put on like a real show, like a big a big show, that I wanted it to be like a, a demonic church revival tent kind of thing outside and i want snake handlers yeah yeah and i want him to be like 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 the the like the forefront of this thing because he just he's up there and when he sings sometimes like he's got his hands up in the air and he's like it's very and and it's it's almost it's one of the i described one of the sets of theirs one time as like he was just like he was like a like just controlling everyone on stage like he was controlling like he was just channeling his anger into all of them and they, cause they were all going nuts. And it was like one of the coolest things I'd ever seen, you know? And then from there I see how it translates into the crowd and like, you know, and like, and I've seen them at each point of this, like I've seen their clarinet player, like charm people like there were snakes and just kind of, they're just moving in with her music. And it, it, it's, it's such a well put together project. Like I, I can't, I can't, I, I can't say enough good about it. I really can't. I'll go to see them next time they play. I've had, I know I sound like a fun full of shit right now, but I haven't slept well in like five years. And I had no idea how much it was affecting me until I figured something out in the past two nights. I really got some good sleep. So I'm actually thinking of walking down to Kodo after this. So like my ability to focus is at least for the past two days has been back. And, um, I would like to see some bands play. So mm. now I'll be there the next time out. It's presuming this continues, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and I, I don't go back to being like completely scatterbrained. <laughs> I'll be there. I, um, I went down to see um, Kane play with um, Crazy in the Brains. Oh, did you? Yeah, I couldn't find a parking spot because they closed the Green Street Garage. So I said, fuck it. I went yeah, home. It's but, so bad right uh, now down there. For it the is. It is. But that band, Crazy in the Brains, I went online and listened to a bunch of their songs before, you know, earlier that day. They're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're not it's bad. very different, but uh, it's they got something good going. For on. some reason, I thought they were a ska band, and then I heard them. I'm like, wait, I've heard this band before. They're good. Like they're not. Yeah. Well, they got a xylophone in the band too, which is pretty. I mean, things are things have changed a lot since I was a kid, man. If you had <laughs> does that that xylophone would have got shoved up someone's ass back in the late nineties. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, uh, so, all right, well, I don't, there's a show that's not announced yet, and I don't know if it'll be announced before this, so we'll talk about it offline. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time, man. It it really was. And, uh, you know, Mike, like I said, Mike Kane showed up for a minute, like he was there, you know, and he, I guess he couldn't get a ticket. He had, uh, 
He had a hit he up lives Mario. near Malden. What did he? Neither wow. do I. Did... I live near Mike. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a wow. long drive. Okay. It's that the worst part is like, yeah, I'm glad I ate that pizza because if I didn't, I would have been like, how the fuck am I gonna get home? Like, because oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a big drinker anymore. But I had a few, I had a few beers last that last night, you know. And there, how many beers does it take for you to get a little buzz on? It depends. I mean, I could drink beer all day long and be okay, but I'm also drinking them one every two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if I'm pounding beers, <laughs> I mean, these things are like these are high percentage craft beers that you know oh, okay you know so i okay. was like whoo i know the last beer i had growler from thalmerciless graves like all right i want to buy you a beer i'm like all right it's got to have the least amount of alcohol in it <laughs> <laughs> so people that are listening to this might not realize that you're like seven feet tall yeah like, I, yeah. I would expect you to be able to put down like a 24 racket yeah i'm, in, I'm just not i'm, not a, I'm not a big drinker you know yeah i'll do a ton of drugs but yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, anyway <laughs> um yeah i've never like i'm not a big drinker and like in, in my heyday i could put the, i could put down some beer but it was like i still got fucking drunk you know what i mean like yeah it was just yeah um beers are beers are like i said i can drink them all day long it'll be fine and like and, and, and the fact that i'm not a big drinker like you know that that leans into like oh you don't need that many when you're when you're drinking them at a high high rate you know yeah it's an economical thing it makes it nice when you actually decide to have a few. You get your money's worth. I don't want to do. I don't like being. I don't like getting drunk. Like that's why I said last night. I was like bored. I was like right there. I said we need to get food right now. Like, <laughs> I'll be sleeping in my car you, huh? in the fucking parking garage up there. Oh no, you wouldn't. Somebody would fucking come along and steal a kidney or something. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah. So I gra- I grabbed Franz's records. Um. I've got a few other ones in lately. I think I have. I think I have a little bit of a problem. I think yeah. I, I yeah. I, I want. I'm running out of room. Yeah. Well, I hear that. You know. So. I mean, I'm on like my fucking third room being stuffed with records. Right, so. Yeah. 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 I don't know. So like like off of their head. I'm going to see off of their heads tomorrow. By the way. Um, oh, I thought that was last week. Nope. It's it's tomorrow. Tonight they're in nice. New London, Connecticut. Tomorrow they're at the the Hotel Vernon in Worcester, and then. They're doing like Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, you know. It's like acoustic, right? No. That I didn't know this cuz it's just the two of them, right? It's 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 Kyle the drummer and he plays like a little thing this little synth thing now and and it's Ryan. And they I just listened to their their latest episode on their podcast and they were like mm-hmm. people keep thinking like this is an acoustic thing. It's not. He Ryan said this is like the hardest the band has ever been. So the full band is there, or is it just no, the two? No, it's them? just two people. I'm like, how is that? Okay, how is this a thing? Like, how could this be? He's like, we're borderline. Oh, he yeah. goes, we're borderline a metal band now. I'm like, there's two of you. How is this gonna be a? So I'm I'm pumped to see what it is. You know. Oh, I wish I could remember that. I saw a two man band once. They they were fucking awesome. Uh, I mean, their they, name will come back to me later. But it they happens. Were... It happens. But like to be like the hardest version of your band and it's only two people. I'm, I'm wait. I can't wait to see what this is all about. You know, it can definitely happen. And that, that band I saw was fucking, what are they called? Middle-class rep. Well, they, were, they were fucking loud. And the guitar player ran his amp through like two amps. Wow. So it got like a wicked fat sound. So I don't, I mean, and they were aggressive as shit. So who knows what the hell Ryan's pulling off of that. Oh. I mean, you know what else I want to bring? I want to go back to that show last night. So uh, Ryan Kumi is like the is is the guitarist in in Coffin Salesman. 
okay. and his guitar stopped working. And it was like right in between two, like right in between songs. So the next song that they were playing was like this kind of softer one. And I want to say the professionalism of that band, like they made it work without him while he's trying to get a guitar to work. And then I want to shout out just how awesome. I always talk about how awesome this community is out here. Um, people like other people in bands rushed over to the stage to help him. Like the, like, uh, um, I think he goes by shotgun in, in, in your friends in hell ran over a giant amp for him to use so he could, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. They got and, it going again. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Jameson from, um, um, raise a cult from raise a cult. They're like, huh. they're, uh, they're out of, I think they're out of New Hampshire or Maine or there's two people named Jameson. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Holy few shit. out there. There's a few. Wow. Out there. So he was there and he ran over cause he, he ran over there first and he was trying to help him like, all right, try this chord. Like, you know what I mean? And they, they were trying different yeah. things and it wasn't so, but like the whole time they didn't stop the show. They just kept playing that softer tune. And it was like almost like an interlude. They made it into like an interlude because like the, the you know the the verses were over. Like it was done singing, but it was yeah that like I've I've seen that happen in, with bigger bands and people just stop and they're like shit, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, very very professional of them to do that. And Kumi's a you know I like I just had him on my other podcast and I was, and I said, how come you're always so cool and calm? He's like, I'm a fuck. He's like, I'm a nervous wreck the whole time. Like, <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, he fooled me. Yeah. I, that guy plays everything too. He's yeah. not just a guitar player. Right, he does. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in that band time and place. They're pretty, they're really good too. Yeah. 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 Kumi, Kumi plays multiple instruments and like, awesome kid too. I, I, I say it all the time, Mark. We got something special. We've always had something special out here. You know, even with competition, there's still there's still people are still going to help each other. You know. Yeah. All right, uh, let's let's get to Chris Chavez with the Get Punk News, and we'll be back on the other side to talk about some other stuff. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Chavez, and I'm here with your Get Punk podcast news for March 2023. Lucero recently released their newest album titled "Should Have Learned by Now." The new album is their first since 2021 and is released on their own Liberty and Lament Records. Also, the Dropkick Murphys have announced a second acoustic album set for release on May 12th. This companion record to last year's This Machine Still Kills Fascist is titled Omika Rising and includes a collaboration between the band and the Woody Guthrie estate. Lars Frederiksen recently alluded to a new Rancid album on an Instagram post. Although details haven't been announced as of this recording, the band appeared to be filming a music video. Rancid is touring the UK in June and details are likely to be along shortly. Bouncing Souls will release their new album 10 Stories High through Pure Noise Records on March 24th. The band already has a number of tour dates posted for the remainder of 2023 going into December. Check your local listings for events. Speaking of tour dates, Boston's Jesse Ahern will embark on a West Coast tour with alternative rock legends Violent Femmes. The Violent Femmes will be celebrating the 40th anniversary of their debut album. Jesse is also said to have an album in the can, but release information has yet to be announced. And in festival news, punk rock bowling club shows went on sale on March 3rd with many of the shows selling out in as little as 30 minutes. Small club shows featuring a diverse batch of acts including Swinging Utters and the Antiheroes sold out in short order. The main festival features Dropkick Murphys and Rancid as headliners, and there are still a number of tickets remaining. 
Also, Camp Punksylvania will take place September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The event gives attendees the unique opportunity to camp out and see some of their favorite bands in the same weekend. Some of the announced acts include The Suicide Machines, Dead 77, Barstool Preachers, Lenny Lashley's Gang of One, and Doc Rotten, among many others. Check out CampPunksylvania.com for all of the details. And now it's time for your Get Punk Record Club review. Last month's Record Club installment saw the return of Danny Carney Chainsaw Symphony with a catchy banger of an album in 10 Beer Queer. If you've heard Blizzard of 72 or Summer of 78, you know when it comes to Danny Carney's music you're getting a killer blend of punk, classic rock and roll, and high-energy alternative. There's no way you can listen to the songs on 10 Beer Queer and sit still. From the start, the album has you moving with head-bobbing rhythms, catchy melodies, and blistering guitars. With each subsequent track, Danny Carney proves he's a force to be reckoned with, crafting energetic tunes that stick in your brain long after the needle finds the end. This album may have been released in January, but it is primed for blasting at top volume as a summertime soundtrack. If you weren't lucky enough to get in on the record club in time to get 10 Beer Queer, do yourself a favor and grab your copy from GetPunk.com before they're all gone. While you're there, make sure to secure your record club subscription to avoid missing killer albums in the future. Well, that's it for the Get Punk Podcast News. And now, back to the show. Mark, Mark, this thing's been bugging me for a while, and I wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on it. God help us. What is it? Well, we see all these bands that are, like, like all these old bands, too, right? Like, Gun, didn't you? So, Guns N' Roses, like, was it last year or the year before they came out and they played Boston? And it was, like, it was, like, they were strangling a cat, right? It just, they didn't sound good. Oh yeah. Well, Axel has one of those voices that generally doesn't age well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but, all, but all, like I see everywhere I look, there's these old bands that are getting back together to do this stuff and they're charging astronomical. And I don't even know it's them, but because of who they are, the ticket sales are astronomical, right? Where, oh, ticket sales are fucking ridiculous. What are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on like when a band should be like, all right, we're done. Not only are we done, we should pass the torch to another band. So maybe our final tour, we bring a band up and talk them up. Like they don't, I don't see that a lot. You know, I know, oh. I know, um, uh, the Foo Fighters, um, wow. Why, I can't even think, but what's his name? <laughs> the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl. Yeah. Dave Grohl. He, I remember like last year, he was talking about this band called Wet Leg, and there were these two young, young, young ladies, and they were, they were from England, and they had this band or whatever, and they were like, they're like, and they're pretty good. I went and listened to them, I'm like, these guys are good. Turn, then they won a Grammy this year. Like, they just, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that to me, it felt like he, like, Dave Grohl's a guy who will, who will tell you who to listen to. Like, he's out there and he's listening. Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he does it at all their shows, too. Right. Exactly. You know, much like how we always talk about like what when what Dropkick Murphys were doing way back when until up until now where they bring people along for the ride. And yeah. they're they're an advocate of that. They're an advocate of, of, of getting exposure to people who probably wouldn't get it, not because of talent, because they're super talented, but they won't get it because they don't have that that chance, that shot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's really a punk ethic type of thing yeah so like what what are your thoughts on these bands these old bands that, are, that, are, that get back together and do this stuff but don't 
like i i don't know i, I just don't do anything to, to kind of like help out the next generation yeah are you talking like arena rock bands or are we talking like it could be any them? band. It could be any like so. Like I know, I know people went and saw. Was it the Red Hot Chili oh. Peppers? Rec- like last year, sometime, and and they played a new record, and people hated it for they 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 didn't go there for a new record. They went there to hear the hits, and yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then, then on the other hand, you kind of respect the fact that they're out there just wanting to play new music. So it's kind of like a it's a tough situation. Yeah, okay. So this, I guess, my thoughts on that are that it it depends on the level of the band and you know i think it's human nature for people to hang on to things longer than they should um like case in point is tom brady right if he had retired two years ago um he would have went out as a super bowl winner right um even if he retired last year when he originally said he would he still would have had Every year of his career would have been like a winning career, winning year to some degree, even if they didn't go to the Super Bowl last year. But because he did like the extra year, um, they, um, you know, he kind of looked weak and he looked like a loser on the way out the door. Now, no, nobody's going to remember that, but that is human nature is to hang on to things too long. And there's a ton of bands that I think like Motley Crue needs to fuck off. Like, honest to God, they, they don't even make an attempt to make new music anymore. It's just a cash grab for the old shit. And um, and they're terrible. Fucking terrible. Like, if, you if, if you've never... Okay. Don't they pipe in Motley vocals? Crue. Yeah, they do all of that shit. Um, I loved Motley Crue when I was 14. Um, you know, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Skid Row. Those are the bands that I liked. Um, Poison. Um Poison, I still think, is a great live rock and roll band. Motley Crue needs to fuck off. Like, they are just absolutely atrocious. And they're adding nothing. Um, except they're they're constantly soaking their fans. They're like, we're quitting after this tour. Buy our ticket for $700. And we'll never come back until next year. After we get your money. Um, if we're talking like a band like Bounce and Souls, who's been around for 30 years, I think it's great that they're still around. Because... They're exposing people to bands like Cat Bite. I was going to say um, they're doing that same thing, right? They're they're yeah. bringing bands with them, in yeah, I yes, but that's the, that's the punk mentality. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 that's no like you're the, fine. It's the punk mentality, and that's not we're not get you don't get that at the arena level usually. Um, but the other thing that gets me is like, I would never want to tell somebody that they can't do what they love if they really love it. But you know, there's a new Netflix um, special about um, it's like a two part thing about Bill Russell. And he made a really good point that like he played 13 years, I think, I think it was in um, the NBA. And then he said it's just all started to be repeat. And um, he kind of went into autopilot and he knew he recognized that that's when you should quit. Um, people that play music don't necessarily do that. Or they don't know what else to do with their lives. The only way they can make money is to continue to flog the, the horse until it's turned to pile of glue, puddle of glue or something. But, um, you know, Bill Russell kind of had it right. And then you, then you get out of there. Um, but it's not. It's also not new to now because keep in mind that like in the 90s, the Beach Boys, were, and I say like in quotes, the Beach Boys were around uh, still touring in the 90s. And it was like Mike Love and four guys that weren't were never on any recordings you know or like the four tops were like 
one top and three extra guys, you know? Um, so it's always happened that people do that because they need it. That's like their career and it's their source of income. But uh, if people like what they're doing and enjoying it, like the chili peppers, who who are we to tell them they can't do it anymore? But if it's Motley Crue and just taking people's money, fuck them. Yeah, I get it. And I guess I'm I guess I'm I'm seeing it from that aspect. Like you said, like if, if it's Motley Crue and they're just they're just draining people and they're like, you know, but I just I don't know. I just like and, and again, I will never you're right. And, and you you kind of opened my eyes to one thing. Who am I to tell someone they can't do what they love doing? You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I just wish they would like find newer bands that need like not even need. It's just, I mean, it's like, we don't have MTV anymore. Right. Ter- terrestrial radio isn't what it was back right. then where they would play whatever, you know what I mean? Everything's so structured now with, with capitalism. And so I, I was just, I had always hoped like bands would just bring, you know, it's, we're going to start bringing these bands around with us and they're going to, they're going to open. And when, you know what I mean? And I get it. Like, you're going to get, you know, people who go see Metallica don't want to see the band that's opening for Metallica. They want to see Metallica. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that. I get that. But, like, I don't know. I just, I get so, fr- I get frustrated with it, man. Because, like I said, there's so many good music. There's so many good bands out there. So much good music out there that's that's undiscovered. And, like, and I am one who, I will pers- I listen to new things all the time because of the other yeah. podcast. Like, that's the whole purpose of that other podcast. And I I wish that my platform was bigger only because I want to be able to help them get heard, you know? Well, I'm sure it does help people get heard. It does. Um, I, I just want to be like, I want to be like, I want my podcast to be huge. I want this podcast to be huge. I want, you know what I mean? Because we're not out stick there. Stick with it. Yeah, exactly. Stick with it, maybe yeah. it will. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Because we're, we're, but like, we're the only ones, like, we're the ones out there who are like, hey, you know listen to this interview with this person and we have, we do these interviews that we do. You know what I mean? So I just, well, I, don't know. I know what you're saying, but let's wait and see, because one interesting thing that's been happening lately is that there's like a new generation of arena rock bands. And I'm surprised by some of the ones that it turned out to be like Paramore. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, My Chemical Romance. I knew that they would come back and be popular, but I didn't know they'd be that popular. Mm-hmm. Fallout Boys, a big band now, like when 82 is doing the arenas and Blink-182 is bringing out Turnstile. So, right, they're not bringing out the Coughlin salesman, but how do we know that Turnstile won't offer a spot to, you know, um, some Boston hardcore band on their next tour? And yeah. it, so it's trickle down. It goes from Blink-182 to Turnstile to whoever's next. Right. And um, I know that, um, I think it's Fallout Boy is bringing Alkaline Trio out on some shows. Now, Alkaline Trio has been around as long as my bands have, so it's not going to be anything big and new for them it would have been a bigger opportunity for somebody younger but alkaline trio is going to turn around and take some smaller band out so there'll be a bunch of new people that discover alkaline trio from fallout boy and then alkaline trio will pass that on so i I guess i'm looking at the wrong side like i'm looking at (laughs) i'm looking at a generation earlier yeah 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 Yeah, like like those bands that they're too ingrained um in what they are and it's like yeah, now you're getting the tour package like Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jet. There's no room in there for fucking Damone, you know? Yeah. Um, and that would have been like per- perfect for them. Um, but it's never going to happen. Because um, that, that group of people is not interested. But I think we still got a new generation of, I guess, rock stars. I mean, they've kind of graduated to be rock stars, right? Yeah. Um, 
and they're bringing up some cool bands and maybe not the ones I'd want to see, but those ones will turn and bring somebody else out and hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope so. Imagine how cool it would be if like Blink-182 was taken out turnstile and off with their heads. Like that would be like fucking awesome. I'd be like, holy shit. They Blink-182, first of all, I'd be blown away that Blink-182 even knows who they are. Um, and then the fact that they would be getting that opportunity and everybody would be excited. I mean, people are that like turnstile, but I mean, yeah, if they had nothing, Tim, or like um, mm. off with their heads on that tour, I would be so over the moon, but I still wouldn't buy the fucking tickets because I ain't paying $500. <laughs> yeah, that's, oof. yeah, that's too much. <clears throat> so who, who do we have up today? Who are we, uh, who are we interviewing today? Danny Connie, Chainsaw Symphony and his Chainsaw Symphony and the Chainsaw Symphony. <laughs> he really could do he could fuck with that name he could be like danny connie and his chainsaw symphony and my chainsaw symphony he could say it, it's the best part is it's just him i know <laughs> well on this on this record he has pete sosa playing drums and you know what's crazy they met when they both played in cj ramon's band yeah yeah which should, I, I sometimes forget that danny did that but i mean it's not like he's He's done a lot of cool things. He was in the role of freaking tanks who were on Epitaph. Yeah. So um, his his talents have got a little bit of recognition, not quite as much as they deserve, um, but he gets the, the respect he deserves here. So people will have to hear what he has to say. All right. Let's listen to Danny. For the better part of a decade, I played in a band called Roll the Tanks. Um, prior, you know, we, we started uh, as, as just tanks, and then over time we became Roll the Tanks. and um, Thinking back, that's actually 2003 that we started. So coming up on, I guess, 20 years, which is kind of wild. But, uh, you know, we started the band in Lowell, Massachusetts in 2003. And um, it was we, we were just four friends that we, we sort of decided we wanted to be in a band uh, without really knowing what the vibe would be. It was sort of an odd time, you know, for us. We we're coming out of, just out of high school and it was kind of a weird time. There, the, the scene we had sort of been a part of felt like it kind of got blown apart by emo and all this kind of post-hardcore weird time signature. All, all, all these all these other things showed up, and my my precious punk rock felt like it was slipping away. And we really had a hard time kind of finding our 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 way. But it was we love, we loved each other. So it was like that, that was sort of the most important, it was an excuse to hang out if nothing more. And then just as we were sort of, you know, picking up steam, uh, I decided to be an asshole and move to Los Angeles, uh, in 2005. Um, I have family out here and, uh, I wanted to pursue music, but also pursue, uh, working in film and television. So it felt like kind of the obvious move. And, uh, and I wrote an insane amount of songs. I, 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 you know, I, I just had a little, bedroom recording set up and a shitty little drum machine, two guitars and a bass. And, uh, I just went bananas and I wasn't really, I wasn't necessarily planning to use it for anything. It wasn't in, in, in my mind to, you know, tanks, roll the tanks, whatever was, was done. Um, and I wasn't necessarily planning on starting a new band. And so I was just, I was just writing to write. Um, I think it had a lot to do with just me kind of, you know, sort of shitting my pants about being in a new place and not knowing what I was going to do next in life. Um, but at a certain point I started sending these sort of demos to the guys, uh, from, from back home. And, uh, 
And they, they loved it. Somehow or other, I convinced them to move out here to just give it a go. And, um, and they did. And, and we started uh, writing and recording and playing shows and playing shows all over the place in LA and in California. And um, we made a record called Suffer City in 2008 uh, on a small label called Intelligent Noise. Two of the guys moved back east, um, Phil and Scott. And then we ended up, um, there was a moment, I think, where we were going to kind of throw in the towel for obvious reasons. And then um, uh, I, I met Joe Soroy from the Mighty Mighty Boston's at a party by chance. And then we became pals. And before I knew it, he was in the band. Yeah, we ended up uh, getting a second guitarist, um, Aaron Stewart uh, from Pieball. And, uh, and we, we toured a whole bunch. We toured the U S and Canada multiple times and, and, uh, and we had a blast and then we were sort of, you know, did, did our thing. And and we released broke till midnight on epitaph records, which was incredible. We had a record, uh, um, you know, three quarters written when we, when we sort of stopped down and, you know, I do sometimes it, it, it's a, it's a bit of a bummer that that album never got made, but um, some of the demos sort of ended up being released later on. In a strawberry shortcake oven, we cook for Alsacium. Saddest of baked sins, happiest memory, ruin some napalm for thine enemy. Video in the background buzzing. We sang along, no clue. Lyrical content, empirical protest. On a line cook while their flow shook through. And my dreams roam small down underneath it all. Very well, I'm sworn, now born to be the one. In an old owner turkey sweater. You kept the pantry calm Valerie hates me Fucking who wouldn't Jordan upon ashes No magpie mold So the keys to our latchkey oven Last rites before monsoon Nobody honks here Everyone's swerving Best in the world and still uncertain Cool in my dreams Realm small Hellbound to break it up Very way I'm sworn Roll the Tanks wrapped in 2014, um, I sort of, uh, you know, I sort of just like didn't do shit for a while. And um, I, I was writing, but I just, you know, wasn't feeling super inspired. I started um, releasing my solo material as Danny Carney Chainsaw Symphony in 2020, height of the insanity of lockdown. Um, I just sort of made this manic um, record called Clown <laughs> Songs That Clowns Hate. Uh, <laughs> it's funny the the solo thing. It's like 
that's a title that like never would have made it you know if there was a vote like that if it's a band like that that title's not getting past anyone so um there is like sort of a brazen quality to the solo thing where it's like there's no one being like dude don't do that um it's it's just it's me and <laughs> that's what you, you get what you get i uh I, I decided to 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 start some you know to record some stuff and uh i joe Sorois, um uh who had played with me in, in roll the tanks he 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 helped me out and we i rented out you know a studio down the street and we 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 recorded a handful of songs and then it just kind of took a while but it, it it eventually turned into what would be blizzard of 82 um in 2022 i put out a record called summer of 78 which is sort of the i guess prequel to blizzard of 82 and that was an, a stripped down acoustic record um i always sort of wanted to make like a nebraska springsteen nebraska style record um again more as like a bucket list thing to do or or, or something to challenge myself to because i i leaned on gang vocals and i leaned on layering and 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 had a lot of fun with production up to that point and so um, I sort of, uh, you know, just, just grabbed my acoustic guitar and, 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 and hunkered down on that for a while. And, uh, and that was really cool. And then, you know, coming out of that, I, I, I enjoyed making a record that had a consistent vibe, uh, because the previous two didn't, but I wanted to plug back in and I wanted to like, I wanted to make like a barn burner. And so that's, uh, that's where we find ourselves now, uh, with the recently released 10 beer queer.
So Pete Sosa um, is a mensch and a gentleman and uh, a sweetheart and a ridiculously good drummer. I met him when Roll the Tanks was opening for Street Dogs in 2012. It was his first tour with Street Dogs. He, he was playing drums for CJ Ramon and, uh, and CJ called me uh, and, and asked, uh, if I, if I would play guitar on an upcoming tour. And then, um, Pete and I were like, holy shit, like, we're, like, we're going to be, we're going to be in this band together. So, um, we, we, uh, we did this tour with CJ and we had a blast. Pete and I knew that we had, uh, uh, that we could play very well together. And we, and again, we, and, you know, we get along really well and we're pals. And so that was in 2019. And uh, leading up to the recording of, of Ten Beer Queer, I was uh, I was trying to figure out where where to record, who to record with. And Pete had Pete had posted on Instagram. He recorded at this studio with uh, another band, and um, it, it just had a cool vibe. And I asked him about it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's in L.A. It's in downtown L.A. It's this dude, Alex Estrada." And um, and it, it it had a cool vibe. It felt like very like kind of low key and punk rock. And there was, there was, a, it, 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 I was drawn to it and some time passed and I was getting closer to like, I, I was like ready to figure this out and book some time and, and get this thing going. And I hit up Pete to be like, well, what was that dude's name again? And he was like, Alex Strata. And then he's like, let me play on whatever you're doing. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and, and that was that. Prescription wall. In the second grade, they gave me five Tylenols and non-skaterade. Spent the summer bummed out, sipping teenies on the porch while my friends all fall. Centrifugal force, the fucker healed, I was on my way. I had a dog full of whippets, made of paper mache. Flash 424 with an ankle rolled and a bottle full of something that'll numb it cold. Sweet spiral through that batty fog, dark stakes of play. Hit him with that handsome dialogue. A boy needs mom, wolf needs prey. And I'm a little bit scared to take things. I'm just another sad townie holding. I'm getting cash for your father's class ring. I'm just another prime land alone. And maybe I'm a couple pumps shy of Shakespeare. I'm just a brittle, frail, fine unfolding. Maybe I'm a little bit scared to take things. I'm just another sad townie holding tight onto it all. Another sad townie holding. I'm getting cash for your father's class ring. I'm just another prime land alone, and maybe I'm a little bit scared to take things. I'm just another sad townie holding. I'm getting cash for your father's class ring. I'm just another prime land alone, and maybe I'm a couple pumps shy of Shakespeare. I'm just 
a brittle, frail, fine, unfolding Maybe I'm a little bit scared to take this I'm just another sad townie holding tight onto it all Ten Beer Queer was a name that I had kicking around for years And um, I tend to do that with with album titles and song titles I, I a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm sort of just perpetually thinking of album titles and song titles it wasn't the title of it going into uh recording but it was it was it was a contender and then i just decided it was it was just too good not to use and i thought it was a regional expression but but growing up like in high school there was this term two bear queer or some some places i think it's three bear queer and um it's just an just a just a stupid uh you know derogatory thing to say about someone who and it was it was interesting right because i as i was telling people about it and certain people knew what i was talking about there's a split in the understanding of the insult um some people interpret it as uh because you get drunk because you 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 get drunk on two beers that reveals that you're queer um whereas some other people were like you when you drink two beers you your queerness comes out like you become queer which was which i just thought was interesting um and uh and so it just felt like a timely title and um it felt like um you know i i i think i got a kick out of the idea that it was like even even when i was aware of it it was it was like it's it was all it was it felt like sort of uh an ancient joke that was never i don't think i ever heard someone say it and mean it it was like you would reference it in it, it it was like an understood absurdity um the like the the joke someone who would say that joke like that's dumber than whatever you're trying you, you could possibly make fun of or take away from someone and um and so you know 10 10 beers is more is is leaning more towards my tolerance um <laughs> my preferred uh out uh and so yeah it's just it's just great and so once i sort of decided it was just like oh hell yeah and uh and uh yeah i'm really glad i'm really glad i didn't back down inspiration for the record um specifically uh, you know again i knew i wanted to plug back in and i wanted to make like a big guitar record big guitar and drums record and i think early on i i felt like i didn't want to get too into you know doing like rhythm guitar and lead guitar and all, you know, getting too, too in the weeds with all that. And so I kind of told myself, just pretend you're making a record, like, like a big power trio record. And, and so then, then I sort of really leaned into that and I was like, yeah, I want to make Dookie. I want to make Nevermind. I want to make uh sugar and Husker do and dinosaur junior. And so, um, uh, that was sort of what I was what, what I was leaning into as I was writing the songs, sort of giving my forcing myself to have the confidence to write songs that just had one guitar, um, pretty much one guitar um, the whole the whole time through. And um, and, it, and it really, you know, it really does change the choices you make and 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 the and the just the vibe the vibes of the songs uh, I released the album first digitally on uh, Friday the 13th in January. And, uh, and, and then the, the vinyl just came out in February on Valentine's day on the 14th. And, 
And that was just, you know, really, that's just me. I'm just super impatient. Like I, I just, am, I get so eager for everyone to hear it once I, once I make the thing. And, um, and I think it's sort of become normal to do that, especially because of the vinyl wait times. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, I just, I released it digitally and then it was basically a month later that it came out, the vinyl came out and, uh, and, you know, we had already, we had already done the pre-orders. Um, thanks to you, Mark, I is basically the only reason it's out on vinyl. And so it was, it was a co-release, um, on my label, look sharp and, uh, and state line records. my solo material live and it, it was sort of just never it was it never it, most for the most part it never crossed my mind it was just like the solo stuff was a uh, making records and that was that um but then you know once i got to making summer of 78 i'm like it's just me and an acoustic guitar i mean i could you know there's no easier way to play a show and i could just show up at a coffee shop and i sort of intended to and um, to be honest, it's just that I'm, I just am, I just haven't felt inspired enough. And so, um, you know, and I'm also busy. I, I work a lot and I work crazy hours. And so I, I really should at some point and, and um, you know, and, pe- and people ask. And so, you know, I think I've, I've sort of, I've put out so much material in the last couple of years that now I could also benefit from not having to play <laughs> the only 10 songs that are out kind of thing. And so I don't know. I mean, 
for this for this record, I would want to play like with a band of some kind. But again, it could be a trio because it's not there's not it's not there's not a ton going on in the production and it wouldn't be hard to recreate live. So I might play shows in the future and I should. This always happens, but the the I, I be, I'm like ridiculously obsessed with a record when I'm working on it during the writing during like the pre-production during the production during the mixing during the mastering once it's done i listen to it over and over like a sociopath and then the second that it's out in the world it's not like i don't like it anymore i just it's just sort of like i you know i just it's released it's literally released from me and so i just always hit the pavement immediately so my i'm working on my next record you know and 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 you know i I gave myself like i think i gave myself like a week off of like seriously don't touch the fucking guitar like you know uh call someone you haven't talked to in a while like just do something else for a week and uh but i'm but i'm 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 like back at it and um and and really excited about the vibe so and i just enjoy making records and, and and sharing them with people all right everybody now it's time for this month's game Get ready. Here we go. You could be the riot, you could be the flame, or you could be the girl inside of me. All right, let's get started. Uh oh. Here it is. Here comes a ringmaster. Here it comes. We have a new Get Punk game this this month. Woohoo! I think we're gonna call it Alf- Alphabet Soup for now until we Uh-oh. figure out. Until we figured out a better name for it. This is new. This is a new game. That's why I wouldn't tell you what it was when you All right. were trying to. He, it's like blood doping. He was trying to. Uh, he was trying to get me to tell him what the game was, and I wouldn't do it. I was just like, "Hey, I just want to know. Do can I know ahead of time, or is it a surprise?" And I said, "No, you don't get to know." So it's called Alphabet Soup. Here is the game. I'm going to give categories. We're gonna, Mike. Since you won Jeopardy again last time, you're gonna go first. And what we're going to do is I give we give you a category and then I give you a letter of the alphabet to start with. And you have to find the name of whatever the category is with the starts of that letter. Now, the pecking oh. order, the pecking order is going to be Mike, Danny, Chris. So that's how the order is going to go. Wait, and wait, what Mark's ha- not playing. No, I'm just I'm window dressing here, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm what? Good. <laughs> hey, hey, can you can you give us like an example of what you mean? Yeah. All right. So yeah. So say he says hardcore bands, and it starts with the letter, you know, B. Then you gotta say blood for blood, and Danny's gotta go. It starts with D, and he says dead brains. Um, you know, whatever. Then it goes to S. It, oh, okay. So S. the last the last letter starts the first letter of the next one. Yeah, I got that, dude. I played a game like we play. So my wife and I take road trips together and we play games like this, but we do it with celebrity names. So the first letter starts it, but the last letter of that name starts the, the first letter of the next name. I get it. I'm in. All right. How long, how long can that volley go on for when you and your wife are doing a road trip? I mean, you oh, could, Christ, you guys dude. fucking oh. hours and hours. We could probably kill an hour easy. So, so this we've done that. We've done band. band name games where you just pick a letter and just try to name as many bands to start with that letter as possible. I mean, this is my shit. Let's do this. Well, oh, here's the thing. Go ahead. There's you get 15 seconds. All right. To find All right. your band. 
Where's the music? We need music or something to kill this dead space. I'm not giving you anything. Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> now, is somebody is somebody going to be a judge in, in case somebody decides to just be like, it's like, yo, that's not a fucking hardcore brand, bro. That's like the fucking banana hammocks. Like, you <laughs> know? Yeah, yeah, I'm the judge guy. Yeah, Mark will be the judge guy. You'll have to, you'll have right. to Google it. Banana hammocks. There's a ska band there. Here's the thing. If I never heard of them, they aren't real. Oh, that's not the at all. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. You guys ready to start? Yeah. All right. Let's see. The first letter is going to be the letter C. And your first topic is song titles. So I'm going to start the clock right now, Michael. Oh, this is wild. So all so so essentially you've you got ten pick, seconds. So you guys have to pick a song that begins with a C. Yeah. Yeah. Uh uh wow. come on, come on, everybody. So it ends with a Y. Danny? YMCA. Oh, okay. Um Abracadabra. Back to A again. That's the uh, double end around. Uh all right, okay. <laughs> He chose his own song. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Cashmere. Cashmere starts with a K, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think hey, Cashmere. That ends with an R, right? Yeah. Um. Oh Christ. Uh. 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 uh Roxanne. Uh. Well, Roxanne ends with an E, right? Yes, it does, sir. Uh. Everybody loves somebody. Everybody. Right. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody loves somebody. Yeah. You belong to me. Um that's not a song title. It's just a fact he's sitting he's spouting off right now. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not even sure which song that is, but it's 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 definitely a song. <laughs> Every breath you take. Uh, uh, more with the ease, huh? Yeah. Oh, and there's um, no repeats. You can't repeat a song that's already been said. Uh. All right. Oh, hold on, real quick. I just got to pop up there. Like that. Hold on. <laughs> no, Sorry. No, wait. What? Wind- <laughs> no, no, like a window popped up on my screen. Um, Pull up the Spotify playlist. Hold- no, no, no. Hold on. What is it? <laughs> Come on. Electric City. You better fine? not be cheating over there. Yeah. <laughs> Google it. Right, all right, we're going to pause because I don't believe in Electric City. Hold on. Electric Uh-oh. Uh-oh. City? He's calling it. You yeah. shouldn't just run with Electric Avenue. You know what Oh, there you go. Take it down Electric City. Erotic City. Everybody knows Electric City. Electric City. Who sings it? Who sings it? Uh, I don't remember. He's filibustering <laughs> rather than answering the question. I don't Who remember. It? I don't remember who sings it. It's yeah, a fucking uh, hit, though. Trev, tell me who sings it. it, it the lyrics you just said are not <laughs> who, are not what these are. But who sings it? Black Eyed Peas. That's right. What? Damn, what's I, happening right now that Michael Caine's chilling to Black Eyed Peas? I always forget. I know it's I love the Black Eyed Peas. No, oh, I mean, cool. like, but come on, dude. Uh, a that's deep not cut. Even the, that's, a deep yeah, cut. Yeah, that's, Come on now. That's not Come even on the now. Mike made that up. All right. Why is the next one? Yep. Right. Yellow by the hardcore band uh, Coldplay. 
Oh, no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, come on. Uh, who are you by the who? That ends in a U, right? <laughs> that ends in a U? Okay. There you go. Two seconds. Um, God, a U. Uh, <laughs> um, up, that's it. Uh, that's it. Up lost. on the hill. Up, up, up. Oh, that was time. Yeah, that was the time. Yowzers. My- hey man, that's that's fucking tougher than I I would have expected. Because once it's one thing to to think of something in your head, right, and it's going to yeah. start with this letter. But as soon as it gets going, that becomes really hard. All so, right, yeah. all we're, right. we're all we're all going to be in bed at like two a.m. Being like. Fucking oh, this fucking song, dude. I should have said this. So, Mike, you are uh we we gotta finish this this uh category. It's just gonna be Danny and Chris. All right. Uh oh, okay. And uh uh, all right, Chris, since you got the one that stuck, um, Mike, then you're gonna go first. And the letter is same category, song titles. The letter is D. D um no repeats okay uh don't you forget about me uh just me just me and chris right now yep enemas sleepus um <laughs> i don't even know how to spell that stop in the name of love that's a good one lots of e's here there's not a lot yeah. to, to work with there short of the arrhythmics uh, ever fallen some? Uh, ever fallen in love with somebody? Why? That's wait, that... Isn't it yesterday? Hard? Yesterday. Wait, is it so ever fallen? Wait, hold on, hold on. Did I fuck that up? Ever fallen in love with someone? Are you talking about the song by the the Buzzcocks? Yeah. Isn't it don't? It, it's oh, no. got something in parentheses, so yeah, I don't really know got, what that one is. It's got don't in parentheses, right? Hold on, let's let's look that one up. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no! It does start with ever. There you go. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Ever fallen in love? Ever fallen in love? Is that what you said? With the knee? Okay. Yeah. So that- yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, everybody. What's that? I don't know. Is that song like everybody? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all, right, all right, I'm gonna I look it up. Or is, is that, it "Rock Your Body"? What's the name of that song, dude? Is that not Backstreet's Back? Oh, it is, dude. God damn it, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank I, God I didn't get that right. Yeah, I think me knowing that, I'm the. I think I lost anyways. What you, automatic <laughs> champion? Are you serious? You, you, you get a pass. You're in L.A. I mean, it's still a good song. No, it's it called, is. It's actually called Everybody. Get the fuck out, dude. Oh. No, it's not, is it? All right, Everybody, ending on the Y. And then, and then it's Backstreet's Back in parentheses. Wow. So, do, so hey. do, we, do we have to count the parentheses? Uh-oh. No, I, I would say the parentheses really doesn't count. That's only yeah. there to remind you what the song, t- like which right, song so, it is. So it's Y, not K. Oh, still oh alive. My God. So, um, so, right, we're going Y, not K. Everybody. Uh, Young Turks. Um. Oh Come shit! Come on, Mister Fucking Humble Brag. I play this with my wife all the time. Sherry, what's that? 
Sherry, Sherry, baby, Sherry. Okay, okay. Frankie Valley. Four seasons, yeah. All right, all right. Back to why? Yep. Come on, Danny. You got to got something in there. You've written about 100 songs. More than that. Up. Oh, all right, time's up. Yeah, time's up. All right, Chris. You should you should have went with a U by Candlebox. Fuck, I, I figured there was a U. I just wasn't sure who it was. Yesterday oh, yeah. by the Beatles. Yesterday. But you already said or that. by Guns N' Roses. There you go. Yeah, but you, you, Mark, get ready. It's going to be in that 78 track. Or seventy-eight fucking song playlist. What? Christ Almighty! Why is my nose running like a fucking? Didn't Didn't Mark say he's gonna go see GNR, dude? Oh yeah! Oh my yeah, god! Yesterday's so gonna long. be right in there, dude. Within that seventy-two track fucking playlist. If they do, that would be amazing. I don't think I've ever seen him play that one. Hang on, what's that, guys? All right. I'm gonna have a snack. <laughs> well, I brought a snack. <laughs> I, just, I just love that you announced that. Then, <laughs> Everybody. All right. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> that's going to be the new. Everybody's sleeping to that tonight. <laughs> oh man, I love that Mark Lind was just singing the Backstreet Boys. That's. The- Back streets, back. All right. This show is so amazing. <laughs> it's the, that's the song from fucking. Um, this is the end. You ever see that movie? Yeah, the, yeah. The Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Our next category, and that all right, packing order is going to be Chris, Danny, Mike. And um, the next category is going to be album titles. Okay. All right. And I'm going to randomly pick a letter in my head, H. Chris, you have 15 seconds. Oh, Christ. Hold on. Starting. I'm going to open up my phone. This sucks. Now. Hell freezes over. The Eagles acoustic. <laughs> I mean, wow. there you I go. Mean, yeah. So it starts with an R. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rocket to Russia. I know I screamed. Sorry. Rock to Russia, he said. So A. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh fuck! This really is hard. Dude, um, starts with an A. It's the best record ever made. Come on, you got it. Did uh? Did Air Supply do a um? Self-title. Self-title. <laughs> <laughs> that, ah, Mike. Uh, Mike is defeated for the first time in fucking. Game I can't history. like do this fucking thinking. The other ones who just I knew the answers. You're making me think. I can't think. Dude, so, so, does does that put A on me? Is that what happens? Uh, well, no. But no. did Air Supply oh. put out a self-titled record? Oh, I think did they? they did. If they did. Yeah, but you formed it in a. This isn't Jeopardy. No. Well, oh, come on. Air Supply, that first album is self-titled. Is it? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. I'm looking this up. Absolutely. Air Supply, Air Supply. Yeah, this 1976 album. 
Jesus wow. Christ. Dropping it. Boom. Dropping it. So now we're on Y. That's funny because their 1985 album was also called Air Supply. Yep. <laughs> what are they, fucking Weezer? Uh, <laughs> they just can't come up with album titles. Two different colored uh, uh, covers. Um, right. So my mistake, Mike, you are still in it. Chris, you're starting now. Why? Oh, fuck. I can't remember. I don't think it was. I think it was just a song. I don't think it was the name of the album. Um, Then. um, Fuck. Yes. Does yes have self-titled? No. No? <laughs> no way. Dude, they're way too nerdy to have a self-titled. No way. Yes ain't going to have <laughs> no an album called way. Yes Songs. They would not be able to live with it. It's themselves. called Yes Songs. There you go. Yes Songs. Well, that that's yeah, but you you didn't get it. I got it in time. No, you said you yes. didn't call time. I put the fucking timer up to this thing. Yeah, but Yes Songs is not the title of the record. Right. They do have it. They do have a, an album called Yes in All 1969. Right. All right, all right, you're in it still. Bring it. it still. This is what happens when you start guessing, Mike. Okay. I can't believe we wandered down the path of the band Yes. Hey, Air Supply. Right. Late 70s, right. early 80s prog rock at its best. All right, Danny, the letter hey. S to you. What do you got by Buzz Gags? Starting now. <laughs> Super unknown. Ooh. Oh, yes. What a fucking album, by the way. Banger. Uh, are we N? Yes. Unknown? Yep. Uh, never mind. Oh, never mind. D. D. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dirty Deeds? Was that the album? It was. Dirty yep. Deeds on Dirt Cheap. Chris, you're really taking advantage of this 15-second rule, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, how far did I get? What, one second left? No, you like you were at the buzzer. You beat the buzzer. I mean, I'll give it to I'm you. I'm going to use it. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, P. Wait, what? What is it? Dirty Deeds on Dirt Cheap. So, P. So, P. Hmm. Oh, One hundred percent blank. Nothing. Nothing upstairs at all. We can't hear that, Trev. When you put that up, we can't hear it. I mean, at least I can't. I couldn't hear it either. Oh, well, I could. Please, please me. All right. Um. All right, Hi, Romania. Danny, you're sitting out for this one. It's Chris to Mike. Uh oh. <laughs> what? Mike, what? Who's turning it now? It's Chris's, <laughs> and then yours. I am. I'm posting the video for this, Mike. I, I thought, was going to say, I hope this I is video, go, dude. I thought I'd go after Danny. Danny's Danny's out. Chris, out. Chris, off of Chris's answer. So Chris goes next. Oh, okay. What are you doing? Are you throwing a different letter or is it the same letter? Yes, the letter's K. K, album, still album titles? Yep. Um. I mean, fuck, dude. Uh, kill them all. Good one. That was what I thought of. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. L um, to you. L to me. Okay. Um, uh, Lamentations, one of my favorite records of the last couple of years by American Aquarium. Great record. I have seven vinyl copies of that to throw back to. Uh, to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So I'm a fucking loser. But yeah, Lamentations, great record. Um. 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Ten seconds. We already said that one. Five seconds. Fuck. Um, Stone Temple Pilots. That's a band. I know. Was it self-titled their first yeah. one? No, it wasn't. No, no. That was uh, the, the self-titled one was um, in like Vaseline or something. Oh, but there was a self-titled one. There was a self-titled one. Yeah. Well, it was right on time. Did he get oh it in time? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, dude. Dude, no one. Do you do you beat your wife at this game? Or do you, or do you beat her if she wins? <laughs> <laughs> we'll you give are, it to Mike. I'm, I'm out. You are. You are. Your gamemanship here is. Uh, you know, you're going to have listeners in their car yelling, yo, he got it in time. What the fuck, dude? Uh, no but it's way. okay. No it's way. okay. Sorry, Ma. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do we give it to him, Mike? You get to. No, no, no. It's all right. I'm out. Mike all got right. it. All right. Mike, Mike won. Mike, Mike won um, albums. All right. Band well, names, not musicians, band names. Because we might have to end up doing a tiebreakers. So, all right. So, band name. All right. So, it has to. Okay. Band <laughs> has uh, nothing like it, it It can be a person's name and their band but not just solo acts like you could say right. like michael kane in the morning after right but not okay. todd rundgren right gotcha all right all right and the letter is uh who won that one mike mike yeah. all right all right mike mike chris danny that's the order um all right and so band names and the and the letter is Z starting now. Oof. Fucking Z? Really? Ten seconds. You couldn't I got, even I got one. Z Z top. Five seconds. I was gonna say I got two. Uh Portis Head. Deftones. Nice. Uh Sugar Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mike just wants to fly. Band is yes. All right, because you used the album last time. Gotcha. Yep. Sabadella. Stray Cats. Ooh, good one. Wait, what did Danny say? Wait, I think that's H. Sabadella? Yeah, Sabadella is H. Oh, that's H. What? Oh, I was looking at the first. All right, so I'm H. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, come on, guys. Um, it's all good. H, uh, hold steady. All right. Um, yellow card. Whoa. Darkness. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the 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 doesn't count. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Dark yeah. darkness. The. <laughs> uh, stray cats. Seven dust. T-Rex. Good one. Uh, X. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well played. Well yeah. played. Yeah. Wow. The Executioners. X slash Cutioners. Or Acutioners. <laughs> can, we get a, can we get a judge and ruling on that? Look it up. Sure. <laughs> I, I, I thought that X would be like a showstopper. It's really not. I mean, that's almost. What is it? X what? I'll, I'll X slash acutioners. Slash? Like there's a, like. Yeah, a, there's like a little a dash slash? in there. No, sorry. A dash. 
Oh, it's like a, a, it's a hyphen. A, a hyphen. Yeah, hyphen. I don't. I don't know about this one. X. There's Executioner's Song, which is a book. No, dude. Come on. Where's my phone? No, I see it. I, I got him. You got it. I'm trying to spell it without fucking up. So. Executioner's Band. All right. There you go. Oh, they're a hip hop group. Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, Slapshot. Cool. Good. Slapshot. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Ooh, uh, nice. I was trying to give you that, but you had to, you had to, you had to go uh, crazy, sexy, cool on me. Hey, hey, hey nice. There. The Shins. That's us again. Shine down. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we laugh at these bands. Uh, I make millions, millions of dollars. Um, <laughs> Nine, I just, nine, I, I'm only laughing because it's like a Christian rock band I've literally never heard. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Are they uh, Christian rock? I didn't know that. If they aren't now, they probably. Eventually I don't will. think they're a Christian rock. <laughs> I think they are. Uh, can I just go on Nine Inch Nails with my N? Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, Steppenwolf. Wow. Food Fighters. A lot of S's. What the hell? Yeah, it's brutal. Wait, um, isn't Steppenwolf end with an E? No. 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 It's an F, yeah. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Silver chair. Okay. <laughs> Rancid. Divinals. It's going to go forever, just so you know. Sorry, Mike. I keep I keep giving you the S. It's not right. <laughs> Seven I got seconds. plenty of S's. Five seconds. Mike? Oh, is it my turn? Simon and Garfunkel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. I thought it was Chris's turn. I'm no, sorry. No, On the fun. L. Led Zeppelin. N. Naz. Oh, nice. <laughs> Naz. Fuck. Thank God I heard one of their songs yesterday. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be done. Um, fuck. Back to where it started. Oh, man. Uh, the Zoo. All right. I'll give it. Is that a band? Yeah. Yeah, but you said that doesn't count. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oasis. Whoa. So many S's. Seven Dust? The fuck? What, I someone, already, someone already yeah, said Seven Dust. Said that. <laughs> Doubling up on Seven Dust. All right. Danny, did you? So Danny gave a wrong one. We're going yeah. five seconds to get another one if you got one. SNFU. Ooh. Mike, you. You? Yep. 10 seconds. Um, Euphoria. That's E. What? Um, what's the name of Todd Rundgren's band? U- Europa. Yes. No, is it, didn't he have another one? No. Is uh, there is there a band called Europa? I think that was in the name of a record, but I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not Santana's sure record. All right, I'll say I'm out on that one. I have no idea. All right. UFO. The undertones. Oh, yeah. 
fuck. Um, all right, Danny, you you stumped him. You get to go first on this one. Dennis to Chris. Your letter for we're doing albums still, right? We're still on albums. Albums? Or no, Jesus. bands. Band. We're on bands. I'm sorry. Oh, bands. bands. Okay. Bands. Honestly, um, this is blowing my fucking mind. Yeah. It's <laughs> I'm glad I'm only doing three categories. Four, there's a fourth one in case there's a tiebreaker. Uh the letter F. The F is in, in Frank. Yes. F is in Frankie goes to Hollywood. Hey. Um the divinals. We already, already said them. Divinals? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, how many? Oh, okay. Um, Dropkick Murphys. Okay. Dropkick Murphys. Whose turn is it? Yours. Oh, okay. Switchfoot. <laughs> that was uh, the fucking. That's who I was thinking Shinedown was. Traffic. <laughs> the cars. Oh, nice. Um, spin Doctors. Awesome. SWV. Ooh. Yes! <laughs> Verve Pipe. Wow. These are good. 10 seconds, Danny. The Exploited. Um, 10 seconds. Five oh seconds. god damn ducky boys oh come on hey <laughs> sick of it all limp biscuit <laughs> jesus christ is this if only we could fly is this is this where we've stooped we have rolling, rolling, rolling. 10 seconds danny Honestly, if things end on the biscuit, it's only fitting. Five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's over. Television. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> we, I think- we ended on Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I don't even... Well, we are, we're all losers today. We got to hear Limp Bizkit in the background, dude. Um. All right. Well, Chris, <laughs> it's I guess Chris's, uh, Chris's humble brag proved true. To today's game <laughs> he is our winner of alphabet soup um man i actually I, feel dumber than when i logged on <laughs> limp biscuit. Limp i biscuit. think i've I, I think i've come to the conclusion that now i have to start a band called the zoo and our first record is going to be called electric city so <laughs> i'm pretty excited about that oh man that's um, amazing yeah, Chris, you hit us with Limp Biscuit and the Backstreet Boys, dude. I'm gonna—I I have no shame, bro. When I play this game, I know it all. I'll bring it all to the table. <laughs> Not only that, but you corrected an issue on the Backstreet Boys. Hey, <laughs> not playing, dude. Not playing. All right. Um. Well, thank you to our contestants for playing. Get punk. Get punk's uh, alphabet soup. Let's um. Let's shout I'm out. getting something in the mail, right? I get something that's like a, a prize or something. Yeah, you'll get something. Yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> gonna get a, a fucking yes album. Yeah. <laughs> hand hand delivered by Fred. I probably Jones. already have it, dude. You get season tickets to Water Country. <laughs> <laughs> right. I gotta run to the fucking shitter. 
I'll talk to you guys in a bit. <laughs> uh, guys, shout out what, what you got going on. I got nothing going on. No? Well, <laughs> sh- shout out your band, Mike. Uh, I'm in a band called Michael Kane in the Morning Afters. All right. And your newest album is titled? It's a title, Broke But Not Broken, and it's coming up on the one-year anniversary. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah, like, time goes by. That is crazy. How is that? Yeah. In April, one year. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, uh, I go by Danny Carney, Chainsaw Symphony. Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of my album, uh, Summer of 78. And nice. my new my new one is called Ten Beer Queer, available uh, on Stateline Records and Look Sharp Records. And uh, I'm writing a new one. Oh, nice. Of course you are. <laughs> you don't stop. <laughs> Chris. Uh, catch me on all the podcasts. Hardly awesome. Out of the shadows. Silence your phones. Tube time. And the Patreon exclusive chopping it up. All right. And Mark dropped, so we're going to get out of here. <laughs> he must have really had to take a dump. He said he did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or he's just, that was his excuse to get out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, until next month, you guys take care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Good to meet you, Chris. Because later. Good to meet you, too, dude. See you. Right, we'll the Get Punk Podcast is created by Mark Lind. He also hosts the show. I co-host the show. My name is Trev Allen. I also produce it. Chris Chavez reads, writes, and produces the news. Not in that exact order. Thank you to Danny Carney for being this month's interview. Thank you to everyone who played the game. Thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast. And a special thank you to the band Art Thieves for letting us play the song and Touchables off their album, Russian Rats. Until next month, guys, we'll see you then. 